Alright guys, bar's closing, uh, and the show's about to start, so um, put away the beer cans, go crack open a Gatorade or something, because you guys are going to want to stay hydrated. Uh, me and Brayden, we're going to be reading out some stories off of Reddit, some very enlightening stories. To get you guys primed and ready for the real deal stories, so here's the first one, guys. My wife accused me of being on drugs this morning because I was eating kiwi fruit at 7 a.m. I've promised her I will stop taking drugs in the house as it has become a problem, cocaine and speed in particular. I've been doing good, but she seems to think kiwi at 7 a.m. is a sure tell sign of being on drugs. Never mind the paranoia or energy. Uh, kiwi at 7 a.m. is how you can tell. She still doesn't believe me, so I might as well just take drugs. I mean, <laughs> fuck, man. You went from, like, being healthy and, like, eating fruit in the morning. 7 a.m. isn't even a weird time to eat a kiwi. I feel like that's... That's like breakfast, dude. That's a pretty regular time. Yeah. When else are you going to eat a kiwi? If it was like... No kidding. If you were like up at like 4 in the morning, that and you were be... like, your eyes were just wide open, then I'd be like... Hey, that would be... Hey, honey, have you gotten to the speed again? Yeah, but I mean, 7 a.m., that's like the regular waking hours. Yeah. What, just... is she, what is she in the morning? like? Yeah, he's just eating eating breakfast. Like, fuck. Yeah. She, sounds, she sounds like the type of person to eat like bland toast. You know what yeah. I mean? Just like toast with no butter. Yeah. Just fucking no water. crunch into it. It's yeah. like a little burnt, too. Yeah. She's just like, whatever. She drives like a Kia Soul. You know yeah. what I mean? Those boxcars. Definitely drinks black coffee, too. Oh, yeah. Or fucking tea. She's a she's a tea drinker. She's a tea gal? Tea with butterless toast. I could see that. Yeah. Actually, but like a weird tea. You know what I mean? Oh, no, like not like black tea or anything normal no. like that. Like fucking, I don't know. Not anything sweet, either. Yeah. Like and I bet she rips on him for everything. Like, the guy's just trying to have a little bit of fun. Clearly, he's got fun. a problem. He's trying to be healthy. Yeah. He's just trying to, like, get his fucking that's, fruits. That sounds like every married couple conversation ever. It just escalated to a different level. Like, you walk in the yeah. door You walk in the door after a tough day at work, and she's like, are you serious? <laughs> a kiwi? <laughs> Pee in the stick right now. I was like, what? <laughs> Pee in the cup. I want to see. I want to see if you're on speed. Like, honey, I just got home from work. So, exactly. So, uh, why'd you guys get divorced? I was eating eating a kiwi in the morning. Like, Ki fuck, I just can't take this guy anymore. What you'll, the fuck? You'll never guess what happened. So, I walk in, and Brian's on the couch at 7 a.m. eating a kiwi. Like, Jesus. Yeah. All right, this one's called, There's No Escaping the Game. Ooh. If you're anything like me, tripping, specifically ego death, might have made you hyper-aware of the game we are in. All right, conspiracy Joe. <laughs> you may observe the fact that we are living in an almost pretentious worldly setting, ruled by our subconscious desires, masked by our ego. I spent a year feeling different, disassociated, and simply unlike anyone else, as I spend my, as I spend my energy observing the game rather than living in it. The results in less confidence and more outcastish feelings. Through these years, I learned, even when observing the game, I'm still playing, whether I like it or not. Save yourself some energy, and be a primal human. Okay, what the fuck? That was a weird-ass turn. <laughs> Save yourself some energy, and be a primal human. That, I feel like that's that's a completely different... That's like a rub some dirt in your cuts? Yeah, fucking go climb a tree, eat yeah. a banana. Wear only like a... Leopard skin. Yeah. Fucking Those little kilt. things you wear around your, yeah, yeah, around your waist. Whatever. Loincloth. Like let your dick hang out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, there you go. <laughs> live through your ego. Stop differentiating yourself. You aren't woke. You are hyper aware. <laughs> Yet there is nothing to be aware of. You are searching for a break of code that can never be found because you still are coded like everyone else. There's no escaping the game. Peace, y'all. And good, happy, loving 
vibes, dude. Holy shit. This dude is like an existential crisis hippie. <laughs> He's just like fucking questioning his entire existence. My question is, why is that on the party stories? Yeah. yeah. That, I, I feel like he was pretty high when he was writing Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> like, guy's on speed. Never mind the other guy. This guy's been eating a little too much kiwi. I think this guy's on fucking several things. Yeah. These are some of the comments. <laughs> Fuck sakes, just lost the game. No. Me, me too. too. <laughs> wow, I've been going for over 10 years and you just fucking made me lose the game. Fuck. <laughs> was here to comment just that. I just lost the game as well. Did I really lose? Is this the end? This is way too deep for our podcast. Yeah, you know what? Fuck this shit. Yeah. But right. but anyways, anyways, guys, you're probably primed and ready for the real deal. So grab another drink and prepare yourself for what's to come. I went to. I used to party in Bojager all the time. Okay. There's this one party we were at, and uh, my my best friend was like talking to this girl named named Bailey. Okay. And she had like an, she had just broken up with her boyfriend. Right. And so, like, they kind of had a thing going on. They're kissing a little bit, you know. Okay. Uh, and Selkirk's not really, like, Selkirk and Bushiger don't get along, right? Yeah. So we were at this one party, and uh, it's huge. Like, there's so many people there. And we're sitting in this treehouse. It's, like, towards the end of the night. <laughs> and this guy walks up. And uh, I was on, like, top of this, like, uh, monkey bars. And okay. And my, my buddy was on the stairs. Right. So he's, like, closer to the ground. And this guy walks up. He's like, who are you? And my friend's like, I'm Milan. He's like, oh, there's a girl with him. And she's like, oh, that's Bailey's new guy. And he's like, you and Bailey are talking? And my friend's like, yeah. And the guy's like, what do you guys talk about? And he's like, uh. That's a weird fucking yeah. question. He's like, I don't know. We just talk about random things. Like, the, guy, yeah. the guy, you could tell the guy was like getting ready to fight. And I was ready too. Like I was on top of the monkey bars. I was about to fucking... jiu-jitsu, jump off this thing and hammer fist on <laughs> Just come down on him. And then out of nowhere, all I hear is like a bunch of people start yelling. And then this one guy's like, who the fuck shot me in the head? Who the fuck shot me in the head? I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and I guess this guy got shot in the head with a BB gun. Fuck. Right as this guy was about to fight us. Oh my God. Yeah. So we, we run and this guy's standing there and he's like furious. Like he's got like a big like bullseye mark right in his forehead. Oh. And he's just going off. He's like, who the fuck did this? And his brother's like holding him back to fighting like random people. And, uh, <laughs> and then I was like, dude, we should probably get out of here. And so we left and we slept in my truck, but some crazy parties in Beaujolais. We stole a bunch of people's carrots once. Holy fuck. When you get so fucked up that you raid the garden? Yeah. Jeez. Me and my friend went out till like four in the morning. Yeah. And we came home and uh, he worked at seven and I worked at I worked at eight. Shit. And we went out till four. So that way we slept for like, <sighs> like he had to be up and Adam to shower at six. So yeah. we really only slept for like maybe, two, maybe two hours, like barely. Yeah. I was probably not in the, the best state to drive, but like at that it point, happens it happens sometimes. Yeah. So I drive him to work and we have just have. <laughs> blasting, like blaring. And my boss like comes outside and my buddy gets out of the car and uh, he's like, see you later. And then my boss is like, hey, Brayden. And I was like, see you in an hour. <laughs> Went home, showered, came to work. And as soon as I got to work, I was like, it was game over. I was so oh, hungover. Oh, fuck, man. So it was pretty funny. But I just wanted to pull up this tweet. My first actual, like, big, big party yeah. was, I guess it was August 29th, 2012. Oh, shit. And so what, what would that be? That's like, what, nine years ago? What is that? It's a while ago. Six, That's seven. Six, seven yeah, years ago. seven years ago. So I would have been 13. Okay. Really? I guess so. That makes sense. I would have been 12. I would have just turned 12. Yeah. August so I guess I, I underestimated myself. 
I was 13 when I started partying. <laughs> uh, I have, here's my tweet. Great night. Included skinny dipping, slip and slides, lost underwear, grass-stained chests, awkward moment, burnt crocodiles, and great times. Burnt crocodiles. Yeah. <laughs> what, specifically... what the fuck is the story behind the burnt crocodile? So here's here's what happened. I went to my friend, ne- friend Nico's house. Okay. Who... It's like notoriously known for you can't get out of there once you're there. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like way out in Lebo, Manitoba, which is like. So like, like at that point, you're just you're yeah. fucking sticking around. Yeah. Like you're, my, my parents never could pick me up from there. It's so annoying. His yeah. parents would be like, I'd be there for like four days. He's like, it's like a farm. Jeez. And uh, we would do something wrong. His dad would be like, uh, if you keep messing around, I'm going to take you home. And I'm like, yes, please take me home. My feet hurt. I've been feeding the chickens for four days. Take me home, Chris. <laughs> I'm fucking trapped out here. Yeah. God damn it. It's I like encouraging yeah. you to be a fucking a bad yeah. kid. You guys have fed me Ukrainian dishes for too long. Let me go home. <laughs> I'm and over eat, it. Let me go home and eat some chicken fingers. <laughs> yeah, but he was having this party. And it was like, at this point, it was like the craziest thing. He has like a creek by in his house. Okay. Not in his house, by his house. Yeah. And so uh, one of my friends gets in the water and it's like dirty ass water. And he like takes off his shorts. Oh. <laughs> and so we're like, fuck it. If he's going to take off his shorts, we're all taking off our shorts. Might as well. So next thing you know, we're all just dicks out in this creek. There's like oh. girls at this party too. <laughs> we threw our underwear and our shorts on the side. And this fucking girl, dude, her name was Kayla McCarthy. <laughs> and I'm calling you out, Kayla McCarthy. Fuck you for this. Takes my underwear and shorts and puts it on top of the basketball net, which is a big diss to me because I'm a short guy, sort of. I'm like 5'9". Five, <laughs> five, That's I, such a fucking rude thing to do. Yeah. And not only this, like we're 13, like I said. And his parents, we weren't supposed to be drinking. We're at his parents' house and his parents are pretty strict. God, so damn. out of nowhere, we're about to get out, can't find our shorts. His mom comes down and she's like, you better get out of the creek right now. You better leave that creek right now. And she's like, get out. And I just like, I kind of like raised my hand like I was in school. I was like, uh, we can't. She's like, why? And then she looks over and sees like the rest of the shorts sitting on the side. And she's like, oh my God. She's like, by the time I get back, you all better be out of the water. And there's like girls, like there's like girls at this party <laughs> waiting for us to get out. And it's cold in that water. So obviously your dick's inside your body. <laughs> Oh, I was so I got out of the water. I fucking sprinted and found my shirt, and I put my my shirt. I wore my shirt as pants. Jesus. And then I spent like twenty minutes trying to jump high enough to reach the rim to get my underwear. <laughs> That's fucking insane. Yeah. Did you end up getting back your shorts? Yeah, I ended up after a while though. Like I was like, first of all, once again, fuck Caleb McCarthy because yeah. it took me like t- literally twenty minutes to get them off, and I was obviously sleeping over there because there's no escaping. But yeah, and then there was the uh, burnt crocodile thing. He had this crocodile thing that he got from like his grandma. Okay. And it was like pretty important to him. So it was kind of a dick move. But we like burnt it in the fire. Holy shit. This like toy crocodile. And he comes and he just starts like bawling his eyes out. He's like, dude, I got that from my grandma. And then his mom had to like calm him down. I was like, oh, fuck. We shouldn't have burnt the crocodile. But it's a pretty pretty good party for 2012. (laughs) That is a pretty good uh, 13 year old party story. Yeah, dude. As if we were. I don't know if we were drinking at that age. Okay. But I'm. but I'm pretty sure we might have had, somebody probably had a couple beers or okay. something. Okay. Yeah, but it wasn't like insane or anything. No, it wasn't like everybody was drunk. I feel like at that point, it it, it can't really be just because you don't really have access to like a shit ton of booze. Yeah. So like it doesn't often go off the rails. No, I remember it's funny too because his mom loved me. Like I was like, her, she loved me more than her son. She must have been so disappointed. Yeah, that's exactly what she said. She's like, Brayden, 
I am so disappointed in you for going in the creek. <gasps> that and, stings, man. Yeah, I was like, oh, damn it. I'm never allowed back here you again. You were just skinny dipping, though. You weren't yeah. even fucking doing anything uh, that bad. But in my back of my mind, I was probably like, I was kind of like, now I don't have to stay here for, for, for weeks on end because I'm not allowed here anymore. Yeah, there's, there's positives and negatives to it. Yeah. I think, like, yeah, for, for me, like, there was a couple parties in, in like, grade was it grade 10? Yeah, I, I guess grade 10 was when I started. The, the the dude who fucking handed me codeine, uh, he was, him and my other buddy, they were, like, actually getting into, like, smoking weed at that point. Like, they were fucking high all the time. And, like, I was never that kid. I would, like, you know, do it every once in a while with them. But, yeah. like, it wasn't, like, my fucking staple of life. Whereas, like, he was fucked up constantly. Like, he would come to school, just baked out of his fucking mind, and then fall asleep in the hallways. Yeah, dude. Like... I've never been that guy either. No. Like I'm always the guy, I'm a guy that will like smoke weed like once every like maybe once every once or twice every month maybe. Yeah. Like I people always think I'm always high because my <laughs> eyes are so small. But it's like <laughs> yeah. It's like no, I'm not baked. I just have small eyes. Yeah. No, I, I enjoy smoking weed, but like yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like it fucking burns me out a lot more than than booze does. No, creek. That's why it's bad because creekom you can't. Take yeah, the, you can't take that risk of like you have something due the next day because there's always something due the next day or something to be done like read or done. Yeah, during and, the summer it's fine. But yeah, like, fuck but me. when you have something to do, it's like you're just gonna sit, just chill out too much. And I'm already a procrastinator, so that just doubles my procrastination. Yeah, dude, it, it just makes me want to fucking do absolutely nothing with my life. But when I'm 15, like I absolutely I didn't have to worry about that at no. all, right? And like they just had it on them fucking all the time, and they were like, oh yeah, Elliot, like you want to come get high with us? And I was like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. Yeah. So like first time. I was hanging out with them. Uh, they actually went and, like, go – they went and did, like, a drug deal fucking in front of me. First time I fucking smoked with them, we had to, like, go see the, their dealer. Uh, and then, yeah, we had it in, like, this fucking weird little gazebo thing that was, like, my buddy's girlfriend's place. We were just smoking out of this bong. And, like, I just remember, like – I, I wasn't fucking high or anything because, like, first time, right? But, yeah. like, I just, I just remember, like, my knees felt weird. That was the only fucking – that was the only thing that like I got from that experience was just my knees. Yeah, no, mine was like, a, like my, I shake because I have like trembling nerves. Okay. And so when I smoke weed, I like shake more. Right. Because I'm not nervous. I'm just like, my body does not it's use to like, that. holy fuck, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, so like my whole body just vibrates. Yeah. And like my senses are so like sensitive. Yeah. So that it's like any little thing triggers like a, either a really bad or really good feeling. Yeah, yeah, hey, it's like that sometimes. Yeah, anyway, so, like, like grade 10, after, like, a fucking year of debauchery and delinquentism, where we're just, like, smoking weed out of fucking cans and, like, you know, going to class high and just, like, fucking around, um, it was, like, close to the end. It was, like, it actually, it was fucking, it was right around 4.20. I remember, because, like, we made, like, a fucking group chat about it, because we wanted to get fucked up the Friday oh, yeah. of, of that week. But 4.20 was the Wednesday, so oh, we okay. did it on 4.22. Um, and like, I, I, we still call it that it was like 422 and that yeah. was the first actual like party we had, but like, ugh, we're so fucking bad. We corrupted like at least five different kids at that, at that party okay. where it was just like, these dudes are coming with us to fucking, to get fucked up for the first time in their lives. And like, actually one of my close friends came to that party. He's just like, he was hanging out with some girls that we were talking to at the time. And he was like, yeah, okay, sure, I'll, I'll come along too. So, like, n fucking four of these, uh, there might have been, like, eight or nine of us at, at my friend's house. So this is the dude who is smoking weed all the time and, like, gave me the codeine pill. He was like, yeah, my parents are going to be gone for, like, a couple days. Why don't you guys just, like, come over to my place and, like, we'll, like, get fucked up, smoke some weed. And I was like, okay, chill, stoner party. Um, so we invite these kids, which is, like, 
it's like maybe four girls and like a couple dudes. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we just like, we hung out in his living room, it was super chill. We just like fucking played some tunes and like got fucked up there. Um, and my buddy, his girlfriend didn't know he was there. And she was going to get fucking pissed at him if he was hanging around other girls. Not that he was, like, going to do anything. But, you know, you know how kids are at that fucking point in time. Uh, still like, girls are still like that period, too. Yeah, yeah, worry, yeah. Too much. But especially, especially in high fucking, school. like, high school. Yeah. Um, and so we're sitting on the couch, just baked as fuck. Um, and we hear <laughs> on the door. And we're just like holy shit, it, like, it's a fucking cops or, like, it's his parents or, like, whatever. We just all start fucking panicking because we're all just so fucking high. Um, and we're just like, what do we do? And he's just like, go hide. So we all run into his tiny-ass fucking little bathroom. Like, literally, it was probably, like, a quarter of this fucking room. Like, just, like, a little little slice like that. And fucking, there's, like, seven of us crammed into this fucking bathroom just, like, looking at each other just like, huh, what's fucking happening? <laughs> um... And so we're, we're all chilling in this bathroom, just like, holy fuck, someone's in the house. Um, and then the door swings open, and it's the dude's girlfriend. Oh, my God. And she's just like, is Jeff here? And he, we look around, and he wasn't with us. Oh, no. And we were like, we're like no, no, he's not here. Uh, I, don't, I don't know where he is. And she's like, fuck. And she slams the door and just, like, runs off. Um, and then he fucking runs up from the basement. And apparently she, like, actually went down there looking for him. But he was, like, fucking hiding behind, like, these boxes. And she just, like, missed him. Like, he was just out of her fucking line of vision. Some spy kid shit right So, there. yeah. He walked out. And at this point, everybody's nerves were just shattered. So we were like, you know what? Fuck this. We're done. We're just going to, like, go get some pizza. And yeah. that was that was the first party story I've got. Nice. <laughs> it's classic. <laughs> classic end to it, too. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. No, it was fun. A lot of good memories to be had in grade 10. Yeah. Um, grade 11 was... What's your thoughts of uh, Jello shots? I don't mind them. I, I think, feel like they can be prepared well or they can be prepared I think poorly. Because like Jello shots are like something you drink usually when you're younger or if you're like a <laughs> like a baseball wind-up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to watch like all the people in the room tongue punch... I know. A gl- like a little plastic cup. Everybody's trying to... Not great. Eat, eat out this Jello shot. Oh, man, I just I don't, th- I don't think it's worth it because it doesn't even taste like alcohol, really. No, it doesn't. It just tastes like fucking Jello. Yeah. And like whatever, <laughs> whatever. You yeah. know what? It, it's fun when you're young, but yeah. like I don't think I would go out of my way to fucking make Jello shots. Yeah, I don't know like, who does that, dude. Like, bro, it's just, people's people's moms. Like, just fucking give me like a whiskey neat. Yeah. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to moms that like prepare parties for their kids, though. Oh, that'd be sick. I wish my mom was fucking down for that. My parents are chill. Like, they would, like, let me have a party, but they'd never be, like... fucking prepare it. Yeah, they wouldn't be like, go make you shots and buy (laughs) everybody specialty drinks and make punch. It's like, no. I wish. I fucking wish. Dude, parties with punch are where it's at. Fuck yeah. I had a couple parties like that, actually, with my theater friends where, like, the girl hosting it, she just had, like, the greatest punch ever. And, like, she fucking set up the whole basement and, like, everybody was just, like, vibing out and, like, having a really good time. Like, it was sick. No, yeah. We had a Creekon party, actually, like, for my section. Oh, yeah. Section one. Uh, And everybody brought food. And there was so much food, dude. There was, like, all the different kinds of the world. I brought shitty snacks, not gonna lie. I brought, like, these weird candy, this candy tray. And, like, uh something else I don't really remember peanuts or something like that I fucking like peanuts yeah so I just slapped, I slapped them on the table I didn't prepare anything but other people had like home baking uh, one nice. guy brought one guy who brought sushi and oh my god it was so good jeez shout out to Oliver uh, <laughs> uh, Oliver brought sushi yeah. eh Lizzie you know Lizzie 
Uh, I don't know her person now. Yeah, uh, but do you know who she is? Yeah. Yeah, she's like a really good cook, and she brought these noodles. Oh, my God, they were so good. Oh, Anyways. That sounds delicious. Yeah, and everybody was drinking. Everybody was having a good time. I didn't really get – because we had two parties, and that party I didn't really get, like, that hammered. But yeah. But it was still a good time. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of, like, a theater kid party just because, like, <laughs> everybody was so civil and – Whacking off the wall. Yeah, Creek Commons are kind of artsy like that. Yeah, most of them are. I feel like most Creek Commons are like ex theater kids. Yeah, or like ex artists or ex musicians or some, yeah. something along the fucking creative yeah. path. And there's me just coming here and tell dumb jokes. <laughs> so, whatever. You're a comedian. There we go. Same shit. <laughs> oh, I have a good story to tell you. Okay. So, my 20th birthday, that's my recent, like, like my last birthday. Right. I had a party at my house. Did I tell you about this? I don't think you did. Uh, and we started drinking at seven. Okay. And I had PM people... or AM? No, PM. Okay. I've, I've done the AM, I've done the AM, but I usually pace it out throughout the day if I'm going to do that. Yeah. yeah but this yeah. time we started heavy drinking at seven. That's pretty early. Yeah. Like to heavy drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just that, to... That's fucking really early to full send. Yeah. And I had like people coming over at like 10, 30, 11, you know, party times. Like people, nobody comes over at nine. Yeah. So it was just me and my family. And by the time people got there, like I was hammered. Jesus dude. Christ. I was like drinking. I was smoking. <laughs> uh, my sister was there. She's like 12. Oh. And I guess she came back to tell me that like my brother was like, he's diabetic. Yeah. And he was like in a cold sweat Jesus. and they, could, they couldn't get it. They couldn't read his like blood, his blood level. Okay. And you have to like poke for blood. Right. Yeah. But it wasn't reading. And so they poked him in the toe like 40 times and they're poking him in the arms and like, and they couldn't read it, but Holy he had like fuck. so many holes in his toe and I couldn't help him because I was so drunk. And yeah. like my buddy passed out in the, tra- in the trailer, like in the trailer, and people were worried about Justin. They're calling his now wife, and she's like, "Well, you deal with it. See, he's at your party." And I was like, "Come help us, please." Wow, that's insane. Yeah, and uh, I guess like I was falling asleep, so my girlfriend brought me to bed. Okay. And I guess in the meantime, he went, they, like they drove him to his his house, and like they yeah. got him in order. And I texted him the next day, and I was like, "How's it going?" He's like, "Why the fuck did you guys poke my toe so much?" <laughs> like, I guess like he had like seven, he had like so many band aids <laughs> to put on his toes. Um, okay. yeah. And, uh, I woke up and I guess like, since I went swimming, I wasn't wearing underwear underneath my pants. Okay. And like, I don't live with my parents anymore. So like my old room is my sister's room. Right. And so me and my girlfriend were sleeping in my sister's bed. <laughs> and so she's like, you can't go to bed with jeans on. And she pulled off my jeans and I wasn't wearing any underwear, but she pulled them off and she couldn't get them back on. So I was like, I guess I was sweating. So she like took off my shirt. So I woke up the next morning. And I was like looking around. I realized I was butt ass naked in my sister's bed with my girlfriend beside me. I was like, what the fuck? How did this happen? That's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's that's a fucking mood. Waking up completely naked yeah. and having no recollection of yeah. what happened the night before. What's happening, guys? It's your host, Braden Solberg. I'm here with Elio Cruz for the Closing Time podcast. And we're joined by a special guest today, partier and also my best friend, Milan Horansky. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Yeah, no problem. Me, Braden Solberg, and my friend Milan joining us in the studio today. Uh, We're both stand-up comedians on the side, side, or we try to be. Uh, And we decided to take a road trip. And we planned it like a a day. It took us like a day to plan it, and we were leaving the Monday after so we uh, got my mom's car and we packed some stuff up. We bought some corned beef. Oh hell yeah! Uh, got some corned some, beef. Gotta some, love it. Some mustard and some bread, and we hit the road. Yeah, like that's how I remember it starting. Am I missing yeah. anything? I don't know. You said we planned it, but we didn't really plan that was, it. That was kind of a. That's definitely a stretch. We didn't really plan anything. <laughs> yeah. It was all. It was all like, you just. I had a backpack, threw some stuff in it, and he's like, "You want to go to Calgary?" I was like, "I mean, I don't have anything else to do." So yeah. And our plan was we were going to hit uh, three comedy, stand-up comedy uh, open mics. So we wanted to do one in Regina, one in Edmonton, and one in Calgary. Turns out we only ended up doing one, but 
started the road trip fine. We drove all the way to Regina, Saskatchewan. Yeah. We hit a Walmart, walked around, and even for a Walmart, it was just not much going on. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things you got to go there to really experience how lame it is there. The yeah. best, the, like that was the best thing. There was like a, there was like a, I don't know what you call it, like a courtyard with a Walmart, a Quiznos, and like one bar, and that was like that was like the downtown. Wow. And the rest of it was like, it was like they had like the University of Regina, and that was like it. Like it was university campus, and then there was like, you know, a neighborhood. Jeez, it's so exciting. We were gonna stay there that day, but it was so bad. We just decided, you want to just drive. Do I just keep going to Calgary? Like, yeah, it was pretty going. much the equivalent of like we got to we got to Walmart. We looked around for like five minutes. We looked at each other like, "Fuck this, let's just go to Calgary." He's like, "Yeah, let's, let's do it." By that point, it was already like what five? Yeah, and at Calgary, like, how long is it away? Like, it was like what eight hours? Yeah, it was like, like an eight hour drive from. It was it was bad enough to like continue eight more hours in one day. Yeah, yeah. that's far. Yeah, that, that's far enough. Oh, the funniest part of that was when you were he, we stopped to brush our teeth. <laughs> and he's like, dude, I have to brush my teeth. I can't, I can't go any longer. So I was like, okay, we'll stop. And he stops in like a residential street, and there's like people walking their dog outside, and then there's just Milan with the biggest teeth in the world, chomp, <laughs> brushing his chompers. Yeah, I like, I like got all the foam like from the toothpaste in my mouth. I was like, leaned, leaned out the side of the car, was like, <laughs> like, a, like a fucking rabid dog. I'm spitting out, <laughs> spitting out the water because we had these big, we had like these big like four liter like like a milk jug. Of water that we were using, so he's trying to brush your teeth with that. So like you're getting all over the place. This lady's walking by, like walking her dog. She sees me. I've got I'm foaming at the mouth, Just spitting out life. of the car. And yeah, she she definitely like her her pace increased. Like she was out. <laughs> yeah. This is this is They don't see her. like they don't see like crazy stuff. This is like it's no Winnipeg. No, it's no Winnipeg. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we hightailed it anyways. We hightailed it to Calgary. Or actually, we we made it. We only made it to Medicine Hat that night, and we slept at a at a Walmart parking lot in Medicine Hat. But the thing was that our phones were like they said the wrong time, so we thought we were sleeping longer than we were. So we set our alarm for seven, but it was only like. No, your phone like your phone changed like automatically with the time change yeah. from Winnipeg to Calgary, but mine didn't, and I set the alarm, so yeah, got we, extra early rise. Yeah, like we we thought we slept like six hours, but we only slept like three. Well, shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's how it was. And yeah, so, man. We kept driving. We went to Calgary the next day, and we were gonna do an open mic there. But there was no, there was no, there was nothing that was operating there. It was all like planned shows, and we didn't really have the the props to get into any of those yet. So we ended up saying like, "Fuck it, I'll get Airbnb" because we didn't want to sleep in the car <laughs> again. And we stayed in this like random old French lady's house. Yeah, nice. like a, she had like a big like French Canadian accent. And the the best part of the whole like the best part of our whole stay there was first of all, this is like a twenty dollar twenty dollar a night like Airbnb. So like it's gonna have at least one weird thing about it. You know what I mean? It's not It's not going to be the Ritz, that's for sure. So we get there, and her dog, like, she has, she's like, oh, I hope you like dogs or whatever. I'm like, yeah, like, who doesn't, right? Dog walks up, and she just switches and mock speeded in a French. I, like, I don't speak that, that much French. She's just like, fermier la bouche, means shut up in French. And then she looks me dead in the eyes and goes, oh, sorry, he only understands French. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, I think it's a dog. I don't really think it understands anything, like... And she's like, all right, well, let you guys get settled in. And I look at Brian like, this bitch is fucking crazy. Yeah. Her name was like Mar- Marcel, I think. That was her she, name. She had like a, yeah, like a classic like French Canadian name. Yeah. No, and she's she like laid out the rules. She's like basically like you're allowed to leave, come back whenever you want. Here's the key. But she's yeah. like just don't be loud after like after nine. Yeah. <laughs> after nine. And it was like already like seven at that point. Yeah. We're like, cool. Do you mind if we leave and come back at four? And she's like, as long as you're quiet, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. 
Just don't be an asshole. The yeah. dog only speaks French. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are good. Yeah. Don't you dare speak to my dog in English. Yeah. <laughs> he won't understand you. Yeah. Uh, so we ended up hitting the, hitting the downtown, and I randomly got really sick. I don't know if you remember that, but yeah. I was like, I had like a fever, and I was not feeling well. Yeah. <laughs> and we hit the strip and went to a couple different bars, and we ate. Um, and then we were looking around to find what nightclub we should go to. And me and Milan are not country guys. We do not drive well with cowboys in this this city alone. But you know, we, we thought, you know what? And this is Calgary. Like this is like this is Stampeder Nation. Like Cowboy Central. Yeah. Yeah. Cowpoke Nation. Yeah. Rolling uh, up with their their hats and their shoes. So then with the Spurs. <laughs> that's what that's what I expected everything in Calgary to be like. But it's like a nice city. Like it's a nice like. Really. It's very urban. Like it's very clean. Modern cowboys. Yeah. It's like in Winnipeg, you'll see this like Tim Hortons cups everywhere. In Calgary, you see, like, maybe one, like, little thing brushed by. And, like, all the homeless people are, like, nice to you, offering you beers. Like, they're not, like, trying to <laughs> haggle you for money. They're yeah. just, like, they just want to party, right? Literally. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we asked the waiter. So she was, like, we're, like, where should we go? And she's, like, uh, well, you can go to, like, Union. There's really nice places. And, like, I can't remember what the other one is called. Or Jackson's Bar or something like that. And then she's, like, and then if you're into country, there's, like, cowboys. And Milan looks at me. He's, like, how funny would it be? If we went to Cowboys. The real Cowboys. Like not, the, the, not the Winnipeg Cowboys. This is like Cowboy Central Cowboys. Yeah. I was hesitant at first, like I'll admit, but like screw it, let's go. So we like cab over there. And like we're in a foreign city. We don't really know where we're going. So me and him are talking about like how fun it's going to be going to Cowboys because if anyone's from Winnipeg, they know how like the vibe is at Winnipeg Cowboys. And this we're expecting to be like three times as honky-tonk. So we're talking about that the whole way. We don't really pay attention to how we're getting there or anything. We're just like trying to figure out what it's going to be like, right? So the guy lets us out, and it's like in front of like like a casino. So we're just like, oh, like where's the bar? He's like, oh, you gotta go in, you gotta go in the casino, and it's like it'll be in there. So it's kind of like a normal casino, you know? It's like a bunch of old people kicking around, like spending their uh, pension money. And then there's, <laughs> and there's like uh, then there's like this door, and it's kind of like it's got like a uh, like a velvet curtain around it, and then there's like these like big guys with like cowboy hats. I was like, oh, this must be like cowboys. You know what I mean? This is the security staff they've hired. Those are the cowboys. Yeah, those are the cowboys. <laughs> So we're ready, like, we're ready, we're ready to honky-tonk, right? So we get in there, and it's, like, weirdly, like, there's, like, superhero shit all over the walls. Like, there's, like, posters of the Hulk, and we're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Yeah, it was, it was like, one of the weirdest things I've ever experienced. Yeah, and all the bartenders had, like, uh, skin-tight superhero costumes on. Holy fuck. Like, one guy was, like, Batman, and this is, like, a skin-tight, like, Morph suit, but without the without the like face covering, and then like one girl's like Spider Man. It's just weird. I feel and like that was a poorly executed idea by the managers. Like some some guy was like, "We need to we need to change it up a little bit and, and stray from the norm." Yeah. So why don't we make the cowboys superheroes? Yeah. Yeah. It was weird though, cause like it was the weirdest just all around vibe I've ever seen. Like they would play like they feel like some Luke Bryan song, and then they they like kind of like scratch it and they'd be like, and then they'd be like. Crank that Soldier Boy right after that. What the see, fuck? You could see like the different crowds like entering and exiting the dance floor. Like they'd be playing like uh, I got that real good feel, and then you see like the Cowboys like doing real line dancing. Like <laughs> this guy's like holding his belt buckle like side to side shifting. He's got a flannel on, and then they would like, they would like scratch into like uh, rag with the mob, hunt to a lot, and then they always go like oh. 
are you kidding me? And they all leave. And then the, these other guys come in. <laughs> they must have been pro dancers. These guys look like some of the best, like, uh, what's it called? Like, break gliding, dance. break dancing around. The, so like, like hip-hop. Just, they're hip-hop They're dancers. hip-hop dancers. So seeing, like, those two cross <laughs> line dance to hip-hop, it's just, like, a weird, it's a weird night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and there was also this one, you remember that one guy? There was one guy that was on the dance floor the whole time. It was one, like, huge black guy. Yeah. Would not leave the dance floor no matter if it was, like, cat, like country music or if it was, like, break dance music. And he was just doing the same. Like, he was, like, Millie rocking out there. And he didn't – I don't think he came with anybody. No, he came by himself. Yeah. He came, like, to show, like, how good a dancer he is. Yeah. And then there's us. There's just us there. We're, like, right in the middle. We're, like, not quite good dancers, and we're not country people. So we're just, like, on the dance floor doing our own thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was very, like, freeing, though, because, like, obviously we don't know anybody in Calgary. So, like, if you make an ass of yourself, like, what, what do you – it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So I, I was trying to you know, usually I stick to like a couple like I'm two-stepping it. This time I'm like. You're like going at it. I'm going at it. Like I'm go- I'm trying to pull off moves. Were people, you know what I mean? people impressed? Or? I've done some spins. I don't think so. No. No. Oh, yeah, there was. There was that. There was those couples, a couple of moms there. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of moms. Just watching like, hmm. No, one, one mom came up to us and was like, uh, she's like, oh my God, I feel so old. Like, expecting us to say like, you're not old. And we just kind of looked at her like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you, you are. You're kind of old. And she's like, I just don't know any of these songs. Like, did you request them? And we're like, no, this is kind of just like, it's kind of just the basic cable of like club songs. Yeah. It was like every every white person wedding every music for a little bit. And that's like when she did ask. When yeah. you're getting hit on by Yeah, I was like, I got that. Boom, boom, pow. I was like, holy. Yeah. Wow, Black eye pieces on the mic. So it, it was like a weird night. And that's just the, that's like just the start of it. <laughs> So like we leave, we leave the bar, at, we stay till close too. Like it was such an experience, you can't leave early, you know. Yeah. What I mean? So we go out, and now we realize that like on the way there, we weren't paying attention to where, how we got there, right? So like I don't know, and we did. What happened? Like why do we have to walk? We we had to walk because uh, we were trying to find Central Street. Remember? Yeah, but like we we couldn't take a cab for like some reason. We couldn't take a cab because we didn't. My phone was dead, and we didn't know the address. Oh sure. yeah, that's why we didn't know our we didn't know our Airbnb's address. So like you can't go in a cab and just be like take us home so we just decided to like we're just gonna walk home we'll just figure it out so i'm like walking around i'm trying to ask like locals also it's like 2 30 in the morning like do you guys know where uh central street is and this one kid just like there is no central street I'm just, holy like, shit i was just, like okay, oh asshole. shit like and he's like it's center street i was like oh well, fucking thanks so we wander around wander around wander around we're like it's bad time's passing it's going to, like 3 3 15 where we're just wandering around a downtown city jesus we're both like we got like half a bag on you know we're kind of drunk yeah, because, like, I was drunk and I was sick, but Milan was, like, like you were pretty drunk. Yeah. I was, like, <laughs> I was haggled. Like, yeah. like, I was, like, it was bad. So <laughs> we're downtown, and we see, like, uh, we're at an intersection, and police stop at a red light. So I'm just, like, oh, shit, I, I'm not really that worried, but I'm also, like, tipsy, so I'm not going to, like, interact with them. I'm just standing there. Brandon just looks at me and goes, don't worry, I'm going to get us home. I know, <laughs> I know what to do. Walks over to the cop car. I'm just watching. Like, is this guy fucking kidding me? Walks into the like into traffic, into the street, and I see this like <laughs> knocks on the police window. So they roll it down like just a little bit because they think he's like insane. Yeah, they rolled it down like when somebody comes to knock on your window and you roll it down like literally like a finger's length, and then you like talk just to so like, you a small hear little tiny hole. Yeah, like what? So you go. The guy's just like, uh, what do you want, son? Like he's like a classic cop. He's got the marine cut. You know, he's a white guy. Yeah. And <laughs> Brand's like, ah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to be honest here. I've been drinking a lot. I'm not from here. I don't know where I am. Uh, I want to go home. <laughs> so the guy is like, all right. And he gets out of the car, opens up the back door. He goes, all right, get in. And I'm just watching this. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? He's going into the belly of the beast here. <laughs> it's just like, just like 
for the listeners that don't know, Brayden is like very uh, fair skinned lad. I'm very white. The classic, just white confidence. Like I'm gonna go up to a cop and I'm just gonna be like, I'm just gonna tell him, yeah, I've been drinking. Uh, take me home, and it works. <laughs> so he just gets into the back of the car, and I'm just standing there. The cops like haven't associated that I'm with Brayden. So I'm just standing on the street watching my friend get in the back of the police car. <laughs> and then I just see him. Like, he's in the car and he's going, come on, come on, come on, come in here. And, like, it's a hot tub. Like, he's, like, inviting me <laughs> to something something nice and warm. And just to preface the people listening, Milan is, like, not the best with cops. Like, yeah. Milan is, has, like, he's, he's not, like, you're not going to fight a cop, but Milan just gets awkward around, like, people that have authority over him. So I'm just like, all right. And then I just walk up to the car and get in, and they don't, they're just kind of like, okay. Like, they didn't really know. Like, now there's two guys in the back of their car. She's like, where are you guys coming from? And Brian's like, oh, man, like, we crossed over a blue bridge. And the guy's like, there is no blue bridge. And we're like, oh. Oh, shit. Uh, he's like, well, where we're going, our Airbnb is on top of a mountain. And he's like, dude, you're in Calgary. Like, you're in a valley. You'd be, that could be anywhere. So he's like, all right. We're just going to drive you around until you recognize some stuff and uh, let us know. Let us know if you see anything familiar. So we're just driving around. It's like, at this point, it's like, it's like nearing 4 a.m. Man, that's so chill of those cops to just be like, yeah, yeah, just come for a cruise with us, man. We'll figure it out. Well, yeah, that's, that's like the next thing is Brandon goes like, so do you guys like, uh, you guys have any like crimes to solve? <laughs> like, what are you guys doing, <laughs> basically? And the guy goes, well, we've got a couple calls, but whatever. <laughs> just driving us around, wasting time. We're like, I'm thinking like, like something's gonna happen. Like we gotta code four one one four one one, and then they just turn on the chairs. I'm gonna be on. A, I'm gonna be on a what is it called? Ride along. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was excited. That'd be sick. And you're <laughs> drunk too. No, I was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like driving around with these cops. I'm like really nervous. Brand just striking up conversation with them. <laughs> and then Brand just is like, it's like kind of like awkward silence because now it's like we, we've been driving around for a while and we haven't seen anything. They're kind of getting frustrated. And Brand just goes. I feel like I'm super bad. And they both just go, McLovin! <laughs> like, we're like, literally like, feel like we're in the real super bad movie. That's great. So like, they only last like five minutes. They're like, all right, get out. And they kick us out in Chinatown. Calgary has a sick Chinatown if you ever go there. Just walking around. And I remember like the one landmark we remember was there's this like Vietnamese restaurant called Bang Me Titty. Yeah. Cause <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how do, you, how do you forget that? Yeah. Earlier on, we literally stood there laughing for like little, like little school kids. Yeah. <laughs> bang Me Titty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, it's Bang Me Titty. And then we're like, we're home. <laughs> and then we had walked up this hill. And this hill was so steep too. Is the funny part was like, we were really drunk trying to walk up like literally like a 180 degree hill. Yeah. And it was like, the hardest thing in the world. We were both laughing. We almost fell down the hill multiple times. But yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, it was like, it was quite the time. Did you at least have like a road or were you just climbing up like a grass hill? It was like, there was like a walking, like it, it didn't help. There's like a walking trail and it's like loose gravel. So they didn't have like a lot of traction. Holy you feel shit. like slipping, right? <laughs> I feel like that's even more dangerous than grass. Like all the rocks are falling. You're just ready to fall on your ass. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, uh, <laughs> it was definitely an experience. Um, cause I, like one thing about me is like, I don't really, I haven't traveled a lot. Like I'm from Winnipeg. I've been to like Minnesota a couple times, you know, so Calgary for me, this is, this a might as step. well have been Hawaii. Like it was like, <laughs> I don't know. I was out of my element, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, that's definitely what can happen when you have like two guys that don't prepare for their trip, just wander around expecting things to go well. No. And the funniest part of that story was like when we finally got into like Marcel's house, like the, her one rule was like, sh- like shut the fuck up after nine o'clock, and it was like four fifteen in the morning oh my at this God. point. So we come in the door, we're like banging around because we're so drunk, 
take trying to take off our shoes and like the uh, Airbnb we bought was like only twenty bucks, so it was one bed and it was like literally like pretty, you could have it could have been a single bed. Yeah, anybody out there. And there's like two guys that are like decently big, sleeping in this little <laughs> tiny single bed. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a children's bed. Yeah. <laughs> so we just like made so much noise and we we're laying down in bed and then we both looked at each other at one point and we're like, dude. How the fuck are we in Calgary right now? No, it's funny. Like, Brayden was like, Brayden was kind of like getting better at that point, but I was like, he was sick, so he kind of was like taking it easy. I feel like I'm like spinning in the bed. Holy shit. So, like, the room's spinning, and I, I just like, Brayden's like ready to go to sleep. It's just dead silence for like 10 minutes, and you just hear me just go like, <laughs> just like <laughs> giggling to myself. And he goes, like, What? And I'm like, We're in Calgary. <laughs> Just start laughing to myself. And he's like, yeah, man, how did we get here? Like, it's like the weirdest, like, it's the dumbest thing ever. We had all the way. We're like, it's going to be awesome. We're going to do a set in every city. We went there. We did one three-minute set each. Both did well. But it was still like a three-minute set. Or no, was it five? It was was five. It was a five-minute set. But it was, to be fair, it was worth it. Because, like, uh, the only, like, if you do stand-up comedy in the city, it's like you only have like four minutes and it's always the same people and there's only like 15 people in the crowd there was like 75 solid solid pack crowd at at pro-am night so like there was people were paying money to get in right decent yeah and we like I mean it would have sucked if we didn't do very well because we were leaving to go home right after that yeah it was funny like I've never been in a venue like this is like Yuck Yuck's comedy so it's like kind of like a known club it's a pretty big thing so (laughs) I've never been like a venue that big and at that time like I hadn't been doing not that I'm like an expert right now. I'm still pretty novice in comedy, but I never seen like a like they have a green room behind stage there. So like all the comedians like chilling there. And some of them were like it was like Brian said it was pro amps. So some of them this is like a joke to them. And I was pacing back and forth like a psycho, and they're kind of just going like, "You're all right," and I I just be kind of like muttering like <laughs> my jokes to myself. It's just so bad. And then I think like uh, something happened. Like one of the oh yeah the 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 headliner like ended up ripping on me and Braden because at the time we we're both 19. <laughs> and our whole sets were kind of just about like what being 19 is like. And the host goes out. He's like this 45 year old guy. And he's like, uh, I am also 19. <laughs> he's like, all 19 year olds wear flannels because we were all like the three of us wearing flannels. Like just like, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Typical Canadian teenagers. Yeah. But here's the kicker. Would you guys do it again? Were you just going like a spontaneous trip to somewhere? Oh, hell yeah. We were yeah. actually planning to go like once every month after that because that was really? in August. Oh, and we wanted, to go, we wanted to go one more time before school. Yeah. But money is like an issue and because you could do it for really cheap it's just like you want to have some money to spend and you want to you don't want to come back with a broke pocket for sure yeah. but you, guys, you can you can do it for like no money like we our airbnb was like 20 dollars a night sure you have to sleep in a kid's bed but like yeah, it is what it is what, like for 20 bucks you can make do yeah. you can make do with everything except for pretty much gas like gas is the only thing like you're for sure gonna have to pay yeah fuck gas prices man or something like that. I went out with my buddy, um, and, like, we got pretty fucked up. At first, we were just hanging out at his place, just kind of, like, jamming out, like, playing some music and, like, drinking some beers. Um, And then we took a taxi over to his friend's place, and we downed, like, a fucking 2-6. Yeah. Like, the whole thing. Yeah. And we were, like, eight beers deep at this point already. And then we went to the bar, so we were, like, actually gone. Yeah, you're, like, a problem in the bar. We were. Like, security (laughs) actually ended up kicking us out just because, like, we were so drunk. They were like, hey, guys, like, the night's over. You got to go home. Yeah. Um. And I kind of got separated from him at this one point. So I'm standing out there in Osborne Village. It's like minus 40. Right. And I'm just like walking back and forth like, what the fuck's happening? Where'd he go? And I'm just like, so I'm just kind of pacing by. There's like people smoking cigarettes. They're like, you okay, man? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. It's all good. And then my buddy rolls up in a taxi. He's like, get in. I come in, blackout in the back of the cab, woke up at his house the next morning. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? 
So I walk into his room. There's 40 chicken McNuggets. Not in, not in the box. <laughs> Everywhere. All over his bed. All over the floor. <laughs> all over him. I'm like, dude, how did this happen? Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. He grabs one, eats it, falls back asleep. Eats it off the floor, hey. Off of <laughs> off his chest. It was just like <laughs> he's got like he's got like Dijon mustard on right on his chest. He just dips it in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it was gross, but it was kind of impressive that like you know we had forty chicken McNuggets. Yeah. yeah. How much? I wonder how much that is. How much is like? Fuck man. What? Six is like almost ten bucks. Like At McDonald's? No, I bet you could get a twelve for twelve for ten. That's my guess. <laughs> 12 nuggets for 10 bucks. You can get like 12 nuggets at Burger King for 99 Yeah, but cents. Burger King nuggets are cheap, man. Yeah, everything in Burger King sucks ass. No, it doesn't. I love Burger King. Oh, my oh. God. I love Burger King. <laughs> you are the worst kind of person, dude. <laughs> it's better than Don's. Uh, Don's is better. At least it's not your hands don't get sopping wet from holding a Whopper. Yeah, well, I mean, at least Burger King doesn't look like someone sat on it. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Actually, that's true. Some I've eaten Burger King once in my life, and I, I got sick. So really? I ne- never went back. Yeah. Shit, man. Well, anyway. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Continue on. With that segue, that, that's it. That's that's the story. The 40 McNuggets? 40 so you don't McNuggets. Know, you don't know where they came nope. from? Nope. I think we convinced the cab driver to go through Dawn's, but I don't remember a second of it. How did they get everywhere? That's what I want to know. Was I, just throwing them everywhere? I have <laughs> no fucking idea. You guys had a chicken nugget fight? Uh, maybe. <laughs> You, don't, you blacked in. Yeah. There's chicken nuggets all over. <laughs> you make a barbecue stained sauce on your shirt. Yeah. Barbecue stained sauce on your titty. Yeah. Yeah, man. That, then I was fucked up. Yeah. There's like sauce everywhere. There yes. was. There. It was like it, there was some soggy like chicken oh, nuggets dude. on the ground, probably with booze on them. That's tough. It was tough. That's kind of like a good segue to like your uh, cousin Cam thing. Oh yeah, yeah. You actually, I'll, I'll kick off what I know from this story. Okay. Because. This story involves me being out, like completely out of it. Anyways, let's start this off with uh, it was my cousin Cameron's 18th birthday. My cousin Cameron is the last of the boys in the family to turn 18, and we have a ritual where we go out and uh, we go to multiple places, and we uh, we have a hotel rented. We go to the bar and then we come back to the hotel. So we've already hit the bar. Um, Cameron's been getting hit on all night because he's like six <laughs> four. Um, but he doesn't even know what to do because he doesn't go out often. He's so also, he's just, this is also like, it's his 18th birthday. Yeah. So like, he couldn't go out often because he was 17. So he's like, he's new. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, but he's not just new. It's like, he didn't really party before he, like he didn't go to house parties or, or, or things like that, that often. Oh, so he's literally like a, a newbie yeah. to this whole scene. And he doesn't drink a lot, right? Like okay. he, I think he's, I think he's smoked weed. Like, like kind of like decently often, okay. but I know he didn't, he wasn't a big drinker. But so. I find like, like smoking weed is more like a chill thing that you do. You, like, exactly. you like invite your buddies over and it's like, yeah, we're just going to hang out on the couch, just like, like, smoke a dew. And exactly. That's exactly what's funny about it is that like, he was just like every kid, he was, he acted like every kid acts, uh, how every kid thinks grownups act. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah. We get out of the bar and like, uh, ended up going back to the hotel and that's where things got funny because like we were, we were all kind of like not that drunk. At the hotel until we started playing beer pong at the hotel. <laughs> we started playing beer pong at the hotel and like there was like just tons of vodka in each cup. And that's like what what capped everything off. Like by then we were all hammered. <laughs> you were playing like Brayden, straight Brayden, vodka? Brayden got the worst because for his cousin's birthday, there was a lot of us in the room. Like there was like me, Brayden, his cousin, and then he's got two brothers that were there too. And the one brother decided that it would be a good idea to fill up like, he's like, oh, we have all this alcohol. We might as well finish it, which is like always a... That's a bad thing to start any story with, right? Yeah. We might as well finish this. So anyways, that happens. We're all feeling it. And Brandon's like, 
I can go for some chips. I gotta, I gotta go to the vending machine. It's like, whatever. And the thing about Brayden is, like, he's the kind of guy that, like, he'll trail, like, 20 feet behind, like, an 8-year-old and just, like, look at everything. So there's no there's no way, like... True. There's no way, like, especially, like, when he's drinking, like, he's, like, very hard to talk to, very hard to, like, get to do something. <laughs> he just gets stuck in his own head. Just, yeah, like, so, walk, so yeah. I just... I, I just leave him a lot of the time. Like, it just gets to that point. It's he's just fine. like, yeah, he's on his own. He'll be, he'll, be, okay. he'll be all right. He's never, nothing's ever happened before. <laughs> so I'm walking. I'm trying to get to the vending machine. Walking and 20 feet behind me, 20 feet behind me. keeps saying like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And he just keeps saying like, oh man, look at, look at the workout room. Like, he's like, he's just like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> so he's like, he's trailing and there's this escalator. But since it's like, it's late at night, they just shut the escalator off. So just kind of like a, it's like a stationary staircase now. And the, let me give a little a little bit of insight to why I do something this stupid. We've been doing dumb things all night. Like, my cousin was, like, throwing apples down the floor and at the Fairmont, like, the nicest hotel in the city. Jeez. And he was, like, running on the treadmill and, like, opening every single door on every floor and just screaming. Because <laughs> he's, he's 18. So, like, he did, like, the thing, like, you know, on Elf, he, he lights up all the buttons and he stops at every floor. Oh, what an asshole. Yeah, so he does that. He's, he's thinking it's funny. Man, that hurts me because I'm 18. And it's like, <laughs> bud, get a yeah. grip. Yeah, but you've also like gone out. You probably went out before you were. Uh, you obviously yeah, that's that's true. This guy, this guy, you said he never. He's a real homebody. Okay. So like, he's like the kind of guy like you let him loose and there's just like he just goes off the fucking walls. Yeah, he's off the rails. Gotcha. <laughs> so yeah, so like, there's a bunch of weird stuffs been happening, and like, I'm I'm getting annoyed. Like, I just wanna, I just wanna like, I just wanna go back to our room, right? So uh, we got we like we got the sub chips and everything like that. And uh, we're heading, we're heading back. So we, we get to this escalator, and it's stationary now, staircase. So I'm walking. I'm like 20 feet in front of Brayden as I've been the whole night, and uh, I just hear him just go, uh, "Hey, Moan, look at this!" And I look back, and he's like leaning, he's leaning on the rail, like you know how a little kid slides down a rail of a staircase. And uh, I turn back around to keep to keep on my way, and I just this, and I look back. He's hanging from his hands. <laughs> 25 feet in the air, kicking his feet around. He's hanging off the escalator rail. Holy shit. 25 feet in the air. Yeah, like literally 25 feet. Like we went back and looked the next day, and it was like like certain was, death. Holy shit, man. So, so he's hanging there, swinging. And I was just like, literally three seconds. He said, watch this. And I was just like, oh, whatever. And I turned around, and I turned back when I heard, ah! And he's hanging from the escalator. So I don't know what – I don't know how he did it because he was – his back – was too, like, his back was facing, like, uh, the outside of the escalator. And somehow, he caught himself and was hanging the, there. So he's, like, backwards, like, like turned around. No, but somehow I flipped myself around so I was forwards. But my back was facing the wall. So in the time that I fell, I managed to spin it's like a 180-degree turn. And Holy shit. hanging there. I just... I'm watching him hang there, and I go, "Don't let go!" And then I ran down. I ran like underneath him, like uh, I don't know what that would have done. But right when I say, "Don't let go," he lets go. Goes, ah! He's falling through the air, and he hits the ground. So I was like, "Boom!" Sound you'll ever hear. There's like dust coming out of the carpets. Like that's how hard he hits the ground. Holy sh- he like made impact. Yeah, so he got a fucking he meteorite. Went, he went like pencil dive. Like he went. He fell straight down this. It went feet to just head, like on the ground. Oh my. God. So he's just laying there, motionless in the Fairmont, which is like a pretty big deal in Winnipeg. It's about the nicest you could get. <laughs> and I remember, like, I remember everything until uh, I remember, like, everything until I spin myself around. Like, I don't remember holding on or any of that stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> your mind just blocked it out of trauma. Yeah. So he's lying. He he hits the ground like the heart, like the biggest impact I've ever seen, Aww. and he's just lying there, motionless. And the first thing I think is. 
this is the dumbest way you could ever die. <laughs> like, like, I'm thinking, like, he's done. There's no way. Like, I, I'm going to have to tell this story. Like, it's going to be one of those things, like, I'm at his funeral. Like, you know, he's a good guy. Uh, kind of a fucking idiot. Sometimes, you know, uh, he was the kind of guy There's a lot of good stories. A lot of good stories. But with that comes a lot of... Uh, a lot of questionable experiences, and uh, you know, he just did himself in, and just, kind of, just trying to like work away the work around the fact that he fell off an escalator and died, right? Like all this, all the way, all this is going through my head as I walk over to him. Yeah, Brandon, you're lucky you didn't actually fucking actually kill yourself. Die. Yeah, dude. It, it if, I don't know how worse. he caught himself and was hanging there, but if he just rolled off, like he would have fell on his head, he would have he would have died. There's no way he wouldn't have died. <laughs> I was thinking like either if any if I didn't land on my heels. I should have. I got. Would have been, I wouldn't have been here, or I would have been paralyzed. One yeah. of the two. That's scary, man. Because like the way I would have fell is I would have felt like either like broke my back if I would have landed on my back because it was literally twenty five feet up. You're lucky you didn't like fucking break your spine or something. Though. Yeah. Like, even landing on your heels because I feel like that that like impact would still like kind of go up through your spinal cord. Yeah. Would it not? Right. Like yeah, well, landing right on your your heels. When yeah. when I have bad a bad back when I'm like thirty, that's why. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I, now I like walk over to him and he's like, he's got like, oh, oh, I'm like, are you, are you all right? And he just goes like, oh, oh. he's just kind of like muttering. He's like, oh, dude, what the fuck? Like he's just like, <laughs> he's just muttering. So I like backed him up against the wall. So he's like, at a, like he's sitting down and he's like, nine, his back's on the wall, like a nine degree angle, right? And I'm like asking him and I, and I look and he puts his head down and he's bleeding on the top, like of his like, holy shit. shit. So I'm like, holy shit, and I'm like petting his head, and then I then I thought like, <laughs> somewhere like there's a security camera, and there's like a security guy watching all this, not doing anything, because you know they have like a million security oh, cameras yeah. in a hotel, right? So then, uh, people I ask him, like the people that were with us, ask him dumb questions, like how many fingers am I holding up? And he's like, he's like agitated. The guy's like, where are you? He's like, I'm at the Fairmont. It's cousin eight, cousin Cam's 18th. He's like, he just he's he's pissed. He's kind of making a total ass of himself, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> fuck so off, dude! Like, I'm in studio. So what? I said, like, fuck off! I'm in. I'm yeah, right here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, buddy, he doesn't know. So he's just talking shit about you at right your face. He was like the dumbest guy I've ever met, dude. He's like, why would you even? No, I'm just kidding. This is an asshole. So he's like, uh, he just goes, get me some ice. Like, just like he goes full prima donna. Give me some ice. Yeah, but he's but so then we like kind of like get him up and we walk over to the uh, what you call it. Is it concierge? Is that what that is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We walk over to her, and she's, like, the, the most professional lady. She's got, like, the little, like, ascot tie on or oh whatever. Oh, like, God. She, she's, like, working at a hotel. Yeah. So we walk up, and it's me, Brayden, uh, his brother's friend, and his cousin Cameron. You guys probably, like, fucked this poor woman. She's just, like, chilling oh, she, there, doing her job, and you guys just stroll she's up. Having, she's having an easy time. Like, it's, like, it's the middle of the night. No one's bothering her. And then Brayden comes down, and, and he, like, slams his hands down onto the onto the concierge desk or whatever, and he's just like, I need some ice. <laughs> and he goes, okay, sir. Um, well, there is a ice well on uh, every every floor, so you should be okay. Just go up. And he's like, no, no. And he, he goes like this and shows he's bleeding from the top of his head. <laughs> and she goes like, oh, my God. He's like, I need an ice pack. And she's like, and then she's like, okay. He's like, I need an ice pack. <laughs> and he's like getting, getting frustrated. <laughs> and like as this is going on, Brain's cousin Cameron has like watered off, and this is like the frame was like kind of bougie, right? Yeah. So as he's showing the concierge that he's bleeding from his head, his cousin Cameron goes, "Hey, Brayden, they got strawberry water here. Strawberry water. There's, there's strawberries in the water cooler. <laughs> so we look like, like the Beverly Hillbillies. Like we look like we've never been out of like we look like just morons. <laughs> so he, so he brings it over to Brayden, who's like showing 
the concierge that he's bleeding and needs a ice pack. <laughs> look, look. Yeah. So he puts the, he puts his like little Dixie cup of water on the concierge desk, and Bran just backhands and goes, "I don't need this shit. My head's bleeding." <laughs> now the water is like all over her desk. It like kind of like, like I actually felt bad. And there's like there's like a map of Winnipeg, and Bran like soaked it in strawberry water. <laughs> and she goes, "Sir, sir, what is your name? What is your name?" And he goes, "My name, Mister Forte," which is not his name. I don't even know. I don't know where you pulled that one from. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Shout out to shout out to Montana Forte. Yeah, Montana Forte, the girl we used to work with. He, that's where he got the name from. She's like, okay, Mr. Forte, I'll need a room. And he goes, my brother's name's Justin McCann. You could call me Brain Solberg. Like, he's just, like, mixing in so many names. <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and she's going, sir, sir. And she's, like, getting more and more, like, annoyed. You know what I mean? But she can't break, like, her profession. I don't know how she did it. Because I would have just been like, yeah, this guy's an idiot. Like, just sent him on his way. But she, like, maintained. She's like, sir, sir, you're going to need to calm down. You're going to need to calm down. Calm down. And then Brandon, like, takes the, like, soggy map. He's trying to wipe up the <laughs> the strawberry water. That's on the, Like, he's just an animal. So then, like, she's like, uh, I don't even know. What did she give you? Did she give you anything? No. I no, think... she's just like, yeah. She's just like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah. here's a, I think she gave you, like, a, a bag. Yeah, she, she gave said, me a bag to put the ice in. Yeah, she's like, here's a bag. Put some ice in it. Like, she probably had an ice pack, but by this time, she's like, Nah. Fuck this guy, like he's on his own. So like Brayden like kind of like saunters up, and I was like, I wasn't as bad as Brayden was obviously because I wasn't the only who fell off the escalator. But like I was like, I was sober enough to know that like we we've embarrassed ourselves. So weird, we walk back flex, in. Okay. What's that? I said weird flex, but okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, like, I wasn't I wasn't like Brayden super drunk, but I was like, well, I was pretty sober. I yeah. Mean. Well, I, I mean, like time had passed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this whole thing takes like a while. It's so it probably sobered you up dealing with all this bullshit. Yeah, because I was like really scared. I was like, my friend's gonna die. He's gonna walk, but he just got up. Like it was amazing he, how he got up and just kind of like walked it it's off. It's a miracle. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> just walked away from it. So then he goes back to his hotel his hotel room, and I just remember I, like I had this vision of my mom. Telling me like, well, if someone has a concussion, they're not allowed to. Like, you can't go to sleep because you might, you might never wake up. Yeah. So, so he like, I'm like, don't go to sleep, and he's like, I want to go to sleep. I want to go to sleep, and he just like falls face first on the bed, and he's just out. So I like shake him, like, wake up, wake up. I'm like scared. <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm like listening to his back, like it's like I don't know what time is it, like four or five in the morning. It's like five. It was literally five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Nothing good happens at five o'clock. No. In the morning. Nothing good ever happens past two, and it's like five. You know yeah. what I mean? So you're at the height of this this insane. So yeah, so I I was like for an hour I'm just like leg like kind of on top of him listening to his back to make sure he's he's not dying, <laughs> and uh, eventually I was just like, well I gotta get some sleep too if he dies like whatever I'm not the one who fell he's on his own. Later. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I remember like in the morning he wakes up and I'm I'm. I was interested to see, like, if he'd remember that he fell off an escalator the night before. Yeah, and, and also I had to be a okay, so it was like, by the time we went to bed, it was like, by the time everybody went to bed, it was six. And I had to work at nine in Selkirk. Okay. Like, I was, it oh, was important shit. too. Like, I had an important meeting to be at. Yeah. In my mind, I had an important meeting. So, at, like, the, the, scary, the scary part about it was, like, he set so many alarms, as you do when you think it's going to be tough to wake up, right? Yeah. So, alarms are going off for, like, alarm went off for, like, ten minutes in a row, and I was going, like, turn it off, turn it off. And he did. He was out, like sleeping. Didn't even hear the alarm. Like, I was like hitting like, like snooze or whatever for the alarm. Right, like this. Like he's out. So I, I like shake him to wake him up and stuff. He he ends up like sleeping through all the alarms. <laughs> Doesn't go to work, obviously. 
But the funniest thing is, like, he wakes up. It's just like, oh, my God. He's, like, all muttering and stuff. And, like, watching you walk to the bathroom is the funniest thing ever. Like, he walks to the bathroom, and it looked like it looked like everything hurt. Like, it's, like, Aww. it looked like there's, like, a, there's a breeze coming in from the windows. Ah, it hurts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, Jesus. It was. Well, everything probably did hurt. It was tough to see. And then I remember, like, you're, like, oh, dude, can you take my sock off? Which is, like, a weird thing to say. But, I, but like, I've known the guy since I was, like, seven years old. So, like. If he's having a tough time, I'll take a sock yeah. off for him. So take off his sock. <laughs> <laughs> so like, if he... really, that's such a true friend yeah. thing to say. Like, if he's got an issue, I'll take his socks off. So like, I take off his sock, and his his heels like ballooned up. It's like the size of like a oh. softball. And then the other one's like the same. And he's got like he's like, oh man, check my back. And his back has like his back's like just red from like impact. Like his back's like bruised. I'm just like, oh my god. But he's like, how do I look? How do I look? I'm like, not bad, not bad. You know, I'm not gonna tell him. <laughs> You're and, pretty good, man. Yeah. So, so like, uh, we ended up, he ended up, he's like, whatever. It looks like I'm not going to work. And then we both, like, he has two jobs. So he worked once in the morning and then once um, in the evening, I guess you could say. So classic thing to do, go out, like, until five in the morning. We have two jobs to do the next day. Yeah. And he ended up getting sent home from the evening job. I sent myself home. Yeah. I saw, oh, yeah? Yeah. Because I remember I, I went home. After the, after we came back from the hotel and I slept more and he woke me up he's like dude let's go to let's uh, we have to go to work soon and I was like I probably shouldn't go to work yeah and no kidding like, and he's like yeah it'll be fine no I was work. like dude you're not gonna call in sick from two jobs in one day yeah, that's out. exactly what he said yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I, I went to work and like uh, I was a banquet server at that point so I had to lift plates and I went in and uh, I, w- I warned my boss I was like hey you know I don't like I'm kind of hurt and I felt it's a long story I fell off the <laughs> she's like oh, fuck, okay, <laughs> okay. And I was like if anybody's getting sent home early it's got to be me she's like that's cool I could do that for you. Yeah. And then, like, not even 20 minutes later, I went to lift five plates, which is, like, nothing. Yeah. And I could barely, like, it felt like the weight of the world. Oh, my God. So I was like, something's not right here. I might be concussed. I should probably go to the hospital. So I walked up to her. I was like, yeah, uh, I think I'm just going to go to the hospital. And she's like, calls me a cab. I was there. And I spent from, like, 7, or no, I spent from 11 o'clock at night till 7 waiting in the in the hospital. Ugh. And the doctor comes up. He's like, <laughs> he's like, so uh, what happened? And I was like, oh, it's just a. It's a dumb story. So he's like, what hurts? I was like, well, my feet, uh, my knees, my uh, ass, my back, my elbows, my fingertips, my eyelashes, pretty much everything. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, what happened? I was like, that's a pretty dumb story. I don't think you want to hear it. He's like, I've heard every story in the book. Let's hear it. I was like, I fell off a, a stopped escalator. <laughs> he's like, haven't heard that one yet. Impressive. <laughs> So he did x-rays and, like, CT scans and all that stuff. I ended up being fine. Like, he said you didn't, didn't have a concussion? No, dude. No. What the fuck? Yeah. I, I thought for sure, like, your brains are, like, mashed potatoes. Like, there's no way you're, like, there's no way you're, like, so you, you don't have a Did concussion. you break anything? Uh, no. No, I just had, like, a, like, I had, like, a deep tissue bruise in my heel. Dude, <laughs> you gotta have, like, the most elastic bones yeah, I know. of any fucking person. Anybody that falls 25 feet and doesn't break something yeah. is, yeah. like, a god. Like if if it was a if it was a like a pool, you would have just went in like with no splash, like because you like pencil dive down. It would just be like boop, yeah. like little bubbles. Ten come out up, of ten. Know? Yeah. Great job. Yeah. Dude, you gotta tell the funniest part of that story. What is it? Oh yeah, <laughs> so like the whole mission of the thing is like to to get like we wanted to go to the vending machine, right? Yeah. So Bray wakes up the next morning, and the first thing he, he when he actually does wake up after all his missed alarms, he wakes up. And it kind of rolls around, and he, like, there's, like, all this, like, like, you kind of hear, like, a crunchy noise. Oh. And he, like, goes to his pocket, and he's just, like, 
oh, dude, why do I have sun chips? <laughs> and I just crushed the shit. Like, I was going, man, you fell off, <laughs> fell 25 feet with those in your pocket. <laughs> Like there's a whole, like a the empty bag and then like six just crunched to shit. Oh, so like, like, you dust everywhere. <laughs> it's like what the fuck is this? Yeah. Oh, it's chips. It was yeah. the perfect. It was the perfect like way to summarize the entire story. Yeah. Jeez. Oh man. Yeah. That that's a good one. That that is a solid. Uh, Solid stupidity story. There's so many other parts of that that story too. Like you could like, make it, you could make it like an hour, an long. hour long story. Like there's like parts from like when we went, like when we were out and we came back, and then we we saw like uh, like a magician in the parking lot. Like it's just like a, it was a crazy, <laughs> crazy experience. But uh, wow. Anyways, uh, thanks for having me, guys. I got to kick rocks for sure. Um, I think yeah, we, I think really we will wrap, wrap it up here. It was, it was yeah. a pleasure having you, man. Happy Thanks. you came down and, uh, and did this for us. Yeah, no problem. It was a great story. Thanks. Great couple of stories. Yeah. Stay partying, my friends. Yeah, but also be safe. And don't make some of the stupid mistakes that we have. Yeah. Because you could get hurt or injured. And also, don't eat kiwis in front of your wives. Never do that. At 7 a.m.? No. Make never. sure it's like at least 9. Like, pop a coat in the coat. Yeah. Or do some speed. Yeah. Much up. <laughs> Catch you guys later. Adios.